0: You're listening to the 401 Access Denied podcast. I'm Mike Rowan, VP of Engineering and CISO at Cyberry. Please join me and my co-host, Joseph Carson, Chief Security Scientist at Dicotic, as we discuss the latest news and attempt to make cybersecurity accessible, usable, and fun. Be sure to check back every two weeks for new episodes.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Joseph Carson. I am your co-host for the 401 Access Tonight podcast. And today we have a very special episode and it's all, it's our basically holiday episode. It's the one we're all meant to be merry and excited and uh, leaving the 2020 behind us and the great 2021, which is ahead, which I hope is a very different year (laughs) for everybody. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Mike. Um, Do you want to kind of give us your season's greetings?
0: Yeah, definitely. Mike um, Rowan, VP of Engineering and CISO here at Cybering. Uh Happy holidays, everyone, and uh, very excited about today's episode. I feel like every episode is a very special episode, but, you know, whatever. They're all they're all special <laughs> in their own way. Um, today, we'll be talking about uh, where we sort of get our security news, uh, what blogs we like to read, who we like to follow, maybe on Twitter, or mm-hmm. um, just in general, how Joe and I stay up to date. Um Absolutely. Spoiler, I depend mostly on Joe. Uh, but well, I'll not let that entirely. come out as we go. No, not definitely not entirely. We only talk every every couple uh, every week, so I don't know why I depend on you. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah. Uh, without further ado, I don't know, Joe, if you wanted to kick off with like maybe some of your favorite
1: blogs or uh, people you like talking to. Absolutely. So one one of the one, I guess the the one that I probably tune into and read the most regularly is uh, there's a podcast which is called Smishing Security. And it's from two uh, awesome, it uh, was a co host who's similar to ourselves, of course, uh, which is one is uh, Graham Cluley and Carol. And they do basically uh, this awesome podcast, which comes out. And it's, it's, it's kind of similar to what we do. But um, I think was one of the things I find about Graham's kind of approach is he, his humor and his laugh and the content that they cover. They cover a wide, broad perspective, and they also have a lot of guests on the show um, so it's one that I tune into and it's one that I kinda enjoy listening to, and it's one that I stay up to date, mostly not getting into the detail of specific, you know, security issues or incidents, or it's not very technical. But it is one that I really enjoy listening to. And then Graham also follows it up. He does this uh, blog as well, which kind of, for me, gets into, you know. And Graham's been in the industry as long as I have. He's been around for a long time. You hear him doing a lot of keynotes. He did one recently at ISC Squared. Um, He's done a few keynotes in different major events. So he's kind of very kind of predominant security figure for a long time. Um, He used to work a lot at Sophos, uh, I believe, in the past. So that's one that I, I really enjoy. It's it's mostly because I, I it brings the humor back. I like good old comedy, and I think you know in a lot of things that we do, I, I think it's good to have it in the security because it it's one that you know it's the one that keeps us you know motivated. It's the one that keeps us laughing. Um, so that's one that I like. You know, so I, I don't know, Mike, have you ever heard of Graham or Smyth and Security or, or his blogs at all? Yes,
0: definitely. I've heard of them. Um, I think I've read a couple. It's one of those. Again, I. Um Not a huge like reader. So Mm. it's always nice to hear from other people what they like reading. A lot of times what ends up happening for me is I'll get a link and I'll, um, you know, sort of, it'll be to somebody's Mm. blog on a specific article and then I'll sort of go from there. Um, But yeah, definitely heard of moments. Um, Some funny stuff at times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the, uh, another one that's uh, kind of is quite common, and it's the one that we all don't want to be in, um, which is, uh, of course, Brian Krebs. Uh, so Krebs on security is another one that, uh, that... It's not one that I kind of do regularly, but when he does post, uh, when he does do updates, it's not very frequent. It's usually, you know, every few weeks or, you know, maybe once or twice a month, he does provide these updates. And definitely every, you know, when there's a major patch Tuesday that comes out, he does provide those major security kind of updates. So... But it's the one that you read because it's always the one. one, one um, <laughs> it's a term. It's a term that I find funny. I was trying to translate it in Estonian recently, which mm-hmm. um, I referred to as "kakatulik," and uh, everyone kind of started laughing. And what it means is "kakatulik" is 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 my translation of when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> right. typically when it when it comes out in Brian's Brian's blog. Uh, right. Is when the shit hits the fan, literally. Um, and it's usually either, you know, looking into cases or incidents or breaches. Um, so, so for me, I, I like uh, Brian's journalism approach. Of course, it's not, you know, it's not the one you want to be in. Um, it's definitely, you know, people say, you know, don't, don't Krebs me. Um, so that's another one that I do find I, I enjoy reading because his, he takes you through a story. He does a story approach. He takes you through a journey and he does get into some technical detail um so it's for me you know Krebs on security and Brian keep up the amazing work um looking forward to seeing you and hopefully you know I'll follow you up if you're not listening to our podcast (laughs) so but and at some point we will have Brian on the show um but Brian's definitely another one that I do follow um do read up in his blogs do follow him on social and you know he his his approach to to his journalism um is fantastic so when you're um, let's
0: say I'm new to the industry and trying to find people to follow. How do you? What would you say are the important things to try and figure out? Who's like a really credible somebody who's who you really want to make sure you're following and, and paying attention to versus someone who might be overinflating things or maybe not the best. Um, I, I don't want to say dishonest in any way, just not necessarily as credible a source. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there's so many out there. I think one of the things that I find is you know there's a great community on Twitter. Um, of security, you know, enthusiasts, they're analysts, um, they are in behavior side. There's a lot of new people getting in um into the industry as well. So there's a lot of people, you know, that I do follow. You know, one um that I follow is 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 one person who got me industry and he's he's still my mentor and I still look at his feeds and still he's also his his very good Irish humor. So his his he's Brian Honan, he was my manager Twenty years ago, and uh, really got me where you know I was doing security as a part-time thing. You know, it was like something that I was responsible for, something I was participating in. Um, but he was the one that really changed me as, as focusing on as a as a dedicated career. Um, so there's people in the industry that you know he's definitely one that I do see and I follow and uh, read his every tweet, uh, look at his messages. You know, follow his 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 kind of thought leadership. Um, so definitely, I think there's many out there, definitely in the Twitter, you know, we do follow me and then look at who I follow. That's definitely the way to kind of, you know, I do follow those people who are honest and who are very direct. Um, and, and, and I think along the same lines, because ultimately, you know, I I hate when I do see people in the industry blaming other people or calling out other people. Um, there's a lot of trolling in the industry as well. and, And those are the ones you want to avoid. Um, so that does happen. Um, but uh, there's, you know, people out there, Jessica Barker, who, you know, um, uh, will be on a future episode, I believe. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there's others as well um, that I do follow. Um, Deviant as well. Um, you got Reboot out there. Um, you got Lan uh, Coldwater, uh, or Ian Coldwater. Um, so there's many out there that I do follow. You know, I, was it? I think it's, uh, I always forget this. Uh, uh, the... Uh, Purple security as well. Um, so those are the kind of, there's a lot of people I do follow and I do uh, trust their judgment and I trust their feedback. Don't always agree with it. Um, but, I, you know, it's something that, it, it's very educational and they are very honest. So those are kind yeah. of what I recommend.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's important. You sort of find one or two that you know are credible, right? That you, and yeah. see, as you pointed out, see who they follow. The, the cool thing about our industry, it's, it's, um, there's a lot of people that we all know each other. We talk to each other. Um, there's, you know, it, it, there's, it's definitely a more cooperative uh, type uh, industry than, than some others. So um, a yeah. lot of connections there. And I, I totally agree. Sort of find, find a group of people and see who they follow and who are they, were are they reposting and so on and so forth. And you can sort of go from there.
1: Absolutely. And we have, you know, there's there's a group of us as well. I think uh, some of the guys, um, uh, was it uh, Sean Martin and uh, Marco, who does the ITSP magazine. Um, they have also, you know, getting connected with them. They're, you know, they do basically uh, a lot of great content to do a lot of podcasts, a lot of video shows. They follow a lot of the major security events globally. And they've introduced to me some amazing people like Dan Kelly, um, you've got uh, Sean John, who's uh, you know uh, from Mike, both the, those are from Microsoft um, in the security team, um, and they you know do introduce you a lot of fantastic people, um, and so, so you know following even them and and listening to some of the shows and some of the guests they have have on, and it's really great as well. They they also you know periodically had these uh, season uh, specials, and just recently we also got together for you know all of the hosts, everyone who's appeared on the shows. We all got together and we had our basically Christmas, you know, holiday um, chat, which is always great. Because one thing, this in 2020 has been very difficult because that lack of in person, the lack of interactive, the lack of networking, which meant that you know, digital has been our only mechanism of getting the news and staying connected. Um, so, getting under the video calls and doing the chats and Zoom parties and stuff has been a great way to stay connected. And it's definitely for me, who's you know, very remote and based in Tallinn, Estonia. That that's my way of really you know keeping connected and and staying social in the community as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's actually brings up uh, brings up a really good point. And, and you know, before the show, we were sort of talking a little bit about what we wanted to talk about today. But yeah. one thing we didn't talk about at all was you know um, the industry events. Um, you know, whether it's Black Hat or or whatever, there's a, there's a bunch of them. They had to go virtual this last year. Um, but I would say that that is where. I've found more people mm-hmm. than anywhere else is sort of go to those events, whether it's virtual or in person, attend, um, you know, various sessions, listen to what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you'll, you sort of, you can almost immediately pick up like who really knows what they're talking about and who's a good presenter and somebody you want to really be interested in. And then you just sort of, mm-hmm. you can go from there. And I, I think those events are great events for, um, for anyone of any level to go to and, Interact with people, everyone's happy to talk to you. Um, whether they're the speaker or just someone else attending, um, really just great environments to sort of network and meet people and and find out
1: more and and learn more sources. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I mean, that's uh, my calendar for the year. Absolutely, Uh, you know, normally it starts off the year you got uh RSA, which is typically kind of one of the big kickoffs of the year, of course, next year. Um, Although we happened, can blame RSA for yeah. uh, for the
0: uh, for the COVID infection in the United States, I think is where a lot of I know that's where some of our employees picked it up. We're not going to blame RSA, obviously. Yeah, it's a yeah. great event, but
1: um, but yeah, I think that it ha- was, it uh, happens that, when you when you bring a lot of people together. <laughs> They're from around the world. Things happen. <laughs> so, um, but absolutely, I mean, it's, it's typically one of the big kickoffs of the year. Um, of course, next year it's went virtual, so there will not be an in person RSA next year, uh, right. um, at least the North American one. Um, but it would have been one that I would have went to. And definitely one thing I'd recommend for the audience to, to, to follow me, I, I, I do release typically for the major events throughout the year. What I do is, I, since I attend events and I go to a lot of the, the uh, sessions, I go through the agenda in detail. And I look to see, I, first of all, I check to see who's speaking. And then I find out, you know, what what topics to are talking about. So even, you know, uh, looking at Sean McLaugh, which I love, really kind of going to his sessions when he's talking about Active Directory and exploiting AD and Azure and so forth. So I really do look through those agendas and I look for the people that I know are great speakers.
0: Yeah, then, absolutely. I always, uh, that was the first lesson I learned. The first time I went to, um, I can't remember. It's probably Black Hat. Uh, was one of my I went with a friend, and he was like, "Look." Look at who the speaker is, and and that's more important than necessarily the topic. And I remember Correct. one of the best talks I went to was on car hacking, and all of my takeaways from that, and how even at that time, even though I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. just what they were talking about, OT wasn't really something I uh, it wasn't part of my life. It's not something that really matters to me from a security job perspective. But the takeaways of how to how to actually secure similar systems. Um, you know, and, and, and so there's always something applicable. So it's always worthwhile to listen to a speaker of interest as opposed to, or a a speaker of, uh, who's a very good, uh, Presenter and knowledgeable yeah. in their field because there's always takeaways that are applicable to yeah. you.
1: That's that's the first thing, and I, I will say is when you're going to events, such as the big trade shows like RSA and Black Hat right. and DEFCON, is look at the agenda and look at the speakers. You want it. That's that's how I build my agenda. It's going through the speakers first, and then once I fold it out, and then I go through. Okay, what's the subjects I, I need to attend? So then I go through it with you know filling it up with the ones that have it, a specific interest in. And then once I've done that, then I add the fillers. <laughs> you know, it could be networking, it could be other things. But right. that's typically how I do. And I, I do release a blog of here's the here's the sessions not to miss, so that you know people have a plan, people are ready when they go to the events. So it usually typically falls up. You know, I do go to InfoSec Europe, which I, the sessions uh, you know it, InfoSec Europe is more of a meetup, a networking event, and there's a lot of sideshows. That's what they do the uh, Security Blogger of the Year Award and the Security Podcast of the Year Award and Professional of the Year Award. So that's where we kind of go for our social activities. And then shortly after, that, of course, is the Black Cat and the DEF CON. I really, I enjoy Black Cat. You know, the sessions are okay, but where I do learn the most is going to DEF CON because it's kind of like, it's like behind the scenes. It's here, here's how we did it. Here's the findings. Um, so DEF CON is really where I like to go and, and, and hang out and, and network and also get my my advice from. Um so those are kind of some of the major things that throughout the year and I definitely recommend if you do get the opportunity hopefully they do come back and uh, you know black hat and defcon I hear is going to be a like a hybrid event in twenty twenty one but we definitely we need the shows to come back uh, yeah. because that's where the the collaboration and communication and networking happens not so much the event itself and the sessions right but it's the it's 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 where you get introduced to to really amazing people
0: yeah it's funny how how important the in person part of that is i um I've attended plenty virtually or, or whatever, and as good as those are, um, they're just not quite the, you know, you can't just walk up to, the you know, some of them try and do various things to make it a little bit more accessible um, beyond just attending the session, but it's it's definitely tricky, and I think that the in-person aspect is is an important one, and um, just hanging out with people and talking and, and just, lo- you know, learning what you can, um, very important stuff.
1: Yeah. And then another one is great is the ISC Squared Security Congress, which typically kind of happens towards the end of the year, usually in Florida uh, mm-hmm. around the October, November time. Um, but for me, the, the problem I've had so I've attended all of those events this year uh, virtually. Mm-hmm. And the problem I have is that there's one thing about going to the in person event because then when you're there, you're in the same time zone. <laughs> when you're, oh, there's that too. You're attending virtual, uh, for example, the ISC Squared a Black Hat, I was probably starting my sessions 9 PM in the evening and they would get on to maybe two or three o'clock in the morning. And I did try to balance it because the good thing is some of the shows did actually have the recordings of some sessions. So it allowed me to next day, you know, so I didn't have to it really late I, next day. I would, I'd be watching a day behind everyone else. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, so I sort of took us, uh, you know, often to the left there on, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of uh, trade shows and things like that. Um, I think, you know, just sort of reading, uh, other places, you know, worthwhile to get your news. I, I do a lot with, um, aggregators and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's hacker news or Reddit or wherever, that's where some of the things like, you know, I read come through. Um, I think dark reading is another good one where it's not an aggregator, obviously, but, um, where there's good stories and things like that. Um, any places, you know, aside from blogs and people to follow, where else do you uh, sort of get your news?
1: Absolutely. And dark reading is definitely one of the kind of, uh, proper places I would go to Hacker News is another one it's an aggregator mm-hmm. of other fees and stuff yeah. but, but I do like it gets into a little bit more technical detail sometimes yep. uh, threat posts sometimes
0: I, I, on Hacker News I will say you have to be that's one of those places where you really have to you know put on your brain and you know like pay attention to what the source is and you know because it's an aggregator right so um, you have to Absolutely. be it's a little a little more up to you to filter that
1: news <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so so Threat post as well is another one similar to that. So those, those are the places I would kind of go to. And of course, there's, you know, Naked Security, which is the old Sophos location. I, I don't know what's going to happen to it, you know, with all of the changes that's happening there. I, I do hope that that stays on because it was also a great source of, you know, it really just kind of uncovered, you know, behind the scenes of security. You know, it really took back and got the raw content without really pushing too much opinion. So that was another great location that I would look into. Um, so, so definitely, you know, threat post, dark reading, Hacker News are great sources. But you do have to really go and, and look into the detail and try and you know decipher uh, what is of interest. Um, but one I do really like is, as well as the Sophos, which is the naked news, naked security uh, kind of site as well. That's another good one that I go to and, and get information from. So. Um, but there's many out there, you know, um, there's a, you know, Bruce Snyder's blog, Snyder, um, that's another great one that goes a bit more into encryption and the security in general type of thing. Yep. And that's, you know, i read a lot of, I
0: think we talked about books and I think that was, um, he's just a great, you know, obvious, uh, person to follow and, and read all of his work and, um, just, yeah, I couldn't agree more there.
1: Yeah. Another one that I've done, one that has probably been the longest that I've probably followed is a guy called Steve Gibson. Um, so it's uh, Gibson Security. Um, he's been doing it for, for a long time. And, and the reason why is you know, I, I worked on an incident that he also worked on mm. back in early 2001, 2002, which was the GRC.com uh, attack, which is Gibson right. Research. And uh, so he's been kind of probably one of the longest I've been following uh, in the security industry. Um, so his insights and, and direction and, and all his fun podcasts as well. Yep. And
0: I think I'd be remiss if I didn't at least plug cyber a little bit here um, <laughs> in terms of, uh, you know, we have on our podcasts, uh, whether it's this one or um, other ones that we do, uh, we have lots of leaders in the industry come on. I would highly recommend, you know, just sort of looking through if you're not even, if you're, you know i think uh my producers probably would want me to say listen to all of our podcasts <laughs> but even if you don't listen look at and look and see who comes on and and um you know those are those are usually industry leaders mm. or people in emerging technologies and uh worthwhile looking into and seeing you know maybe they have a blog um i know uh huntress for example is a, a good friend of ours they do a lot um mm. there's there's a lot that they put out that's uh worth listening to and reading and, and so on and so forth so um Absolutely. definitely i've a good, good source guess.
1: Yeah, some yeah. great guests. Chris Chris Quebec is always is fun to chat with. And, yeah,
0: she's one of our uh, favorite guests.
1: Yep. And Josh as well. So, so getting them on, and we've had them on our podcast as well. And it's always exactly. great to have really fun, very, you know, it's, they're the experts in their field. So when they come on, they have a lot of value to add. Um, so really you know, excited. Some, some amazing. And I do. So one of, one of the kind of the mediums I use for my podcast, typically on my, my phone, it tends to be uh, Apple podcasts where I basically do the subscriptions, um, so that's probably where I get the feed from this coming in from the likes license, my security for cybery and this podcast and, um, uh, all the others as well. That's kind of my aggregator and including cybery. So that's kind of the theme Theme, but I have started recently moving a bit more to Spotify, uh, podcasts when they started kind of separating it out, um, so that's another place where I've started kind of using to, to listen to. I tend to do it when I'm commuting uh, back and forward, or when I'm going for a walk to, to catch up on mm-hmm. some of these feeds. Absolutely,
0: cool. Uh, any other you know sort of? I mean, I feel like we've uh, we've recorded a fair bit. I, I mean, I think we yeah, I think we've I mean,
1: covered a bunch. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are the main mediums. It's you know, it's the big trade shows where we we get we catch up, we we grab a drink, we network, and we talk about what's been happening. Mm-hmm. That's really where the in person. That's where you make the real real connections. Um, the blogs are really good for just that—you know, continuous, you know, staying up to date. The news articles just keeps you connected in the industry about what trends are happening, um, and then definitely social—you know, Twitter, LinkedIn—it it, it definitely helps you make some great personal connections out there as well. Um, and definitely the podcast. you know, it, it, I do find that the podcast is probably where the entertainment comes from because yeah. you, you know, listening to a lot of the jokes and listening to the—you know—the it keeps the security entertaining. Yes. And, and that's what we definitely need more of. So I think we've really covered. I think you know we've given the audience a pretty good indication of where we get our news from, mm-hmm. and hopefully that they will you know be able to you know go out and look out and stay up to date and and you know follow some of the people we follow because they are the experts in the field. They're the ones that we tend to to trust their their, their judgment and sources and, and advice and, and direction from. Um, many of them are, are mentors to me, so um, I think you know this is really kind of you know I think going into twenty twenty one. Um, you know, really kind of, you know, let's make some new connections. Let's try to make sure we make security positive uh, and let's put 2020 behind this. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> let's make an exciting year. Let's, let's make security usable. Let's make it happy. Let's, let's get new, you know, new, I think we really definitely need a lot of new talent in the industry to come in and really help us solve the major problem because, uh, you know, security is hard. Um, and it, but it is important. Uh, it's something that we definitely need uh, to get a lot more people interested in doing because we definitely need to protect people mm-hmm. out there. You know, and online, whatever they're doing, whether it being shopping, communicating, or, or even working, um, we do need to make sure that they stay safe. Absolutely. And, and
0: one of the other things that occurred to me while you're talking that um I've taken to doing over the last, I'd say, nine months or so. Um, and, and I'm in a unique situation, I think. Then, you know, but you can find yourself in the same way where uh, you know, I'm buying software for Cyberry to use, obviously. And um, whenever I have the opportunity to sort of parlay that into a connection with their security team, whatever company it is, or their CISO, um, I try and do that. I try and get connected to someone over there just because I think that networking that Hey, we're all in this together. I I found that um, everybody's very open to that. Just, just, just making that connection, being like, Hey, you you know, is there someone on the security team? You know, try and find that peer. You know, obviously, if you're entry level, you're going to have a hard time getting Mm -hmm. the CISOs here, right? Like, let's be realistic. But at the same time, like, take that opportunity to try and make a connection to uh, other people at these companies. If you're, if you're working with other companies, um, meet Mm -hmm. their security team and and try and interact with them. I think. you know the nice thing about the internet now is we can actually stay connected and get connected and uh there's no reason not to take advantage of that. So um, I'd also encourage that as well. Um if you're doing si- business with Cyber, feel free, reach out, say hey, yeah. um, you know, I'd like to talk to Mike and, and just get connected and, and see what's going on. I'm always happy to chat with people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's the same with the coding as <laughs> well. A lot of people reach out and, and they they want that connection because they, you know they 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 want that first like first hand uh Connections with the source of information. I mm-hmm. do. I create a lot of the content, um, and they want to kind of get behind the scenes of the content in many cases. So, it's always a good way to get to get that connection. So, absolutely, I think this is another fun fun discussion. And yeah. Happy holidays! Happy holidays to hopefully you as everyone well. Everyone got to spend some time with their family uh, over the holidays <laughs> and not in isolation. Uh, hopefully, we can put 2020 behind us and let's make 2021 awesome. So, Mike, it's awesome as always to chat with you. And uh, always looking forward to more chats in the future. And uh, everyone out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to 401 Access Denied. Stay safe. Uh, keep watching. Keep listening. And uh, we are looking forward to keeping you entertained moving forward. So always subscribe. Hit. Keep connected. Reach out to us directly as well on social. And uh, let's keep this uh, community going. It's growing and growing. And uh, we're excited about the future. Thank you.
0: Learn how your team can get a free trial of Cybrae for Business by going to www.cybrae.it slash business. This podcast is also brought to you by Thycotic, the leader in privileged access management. To learn more, visit www.thicotic.com.